When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeet's official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeetsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeet's official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corner Booth Podcast. It is a great day to be a cane. I am your host, Jared Clem, alongside my sidekick, Mr. Samir, the rookie, J.D. Davis, and my intern, Jake. Oh, my God. It was a strange weekend in sports for everybody, fellas. I hope you guys all realize that. Uh, we got a big show today. We not only have College Football Plus finally being released, we have... Uh, the NFL is getting even more wild and crazy and just, you know, fucking Patriots. And also, Jake is terrible picking upsets. What up? Um, yes, I'm petty. Awful. I'm petty. <laughs> uh, and, you know, no use from baseball because Rob Manfred is the worst GM of all time. And Samir, Samir just, like, radically dipped off the page. Yeah, anyway, you know, if you are joining us here on YouTube, thanks for stopping in. Uh and we appreciate you stopping by. If not, listen to our podcast right now. Um, it has been a crazy last, I'd say, 72 hours in sports. Since about noon on Saturday till about now. It's been just wild and out of control. Um, let's start. We can, like, I want to start, start college ball. We'll, do, we'll, talk, uh, we'll talk about what's, up, what's on my hat and my shorts in a little bit. Um, Big 12 championship game was just electric. Plus, Samir's got to be here for that. Part. Yeah, of course. I got to rub it in a little bit. Also, I think they're going to be fine. Phil Knight's got deep enough, uh, deep enough pocket. He can basically pay for God to coach. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to wait for Samir. I have some thoughts too. Yeah. I, All right. I, 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 wanna, I have some optimistic thoughts for Samir. Okay. Mine because my It's all good. Actually, no, let's, let's, we'll, we'll talk college football together. Let's talk. Monday football last night. Well, this game actually was, you know what? I'm going to start with this. I watched the Manny broadcast for about 45 minutes today, and it's the longest I've ever watched for, like, in not, like, in passing. I was actually a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. It's um, fine. I don't, I don't watch just, it. Peyton is great. Eli. Eli's You're dissing Eli? I'm just, I actually... Eli looks so uncomfortable on camera. Dude, he's so. I think he just has like a resting, uncomfortable face. The narrative has been 
Eli is like way funnier than anyone. Like, like this isn't just me, a Giants fan. It seems to be the Twitter narrative. Like, people are like, "Wow, I've never seen the side of Eli." Like, I didn't watch Maybe any of it last to- night. To be fair, I didn't watch any of the Manning broadcasts. But I earlier in the season, like, he kind of shits on Peyton so and makes fun awkward of Peyton last night. He makes fun of I don't know, maybe, being high strong, and he's much more chill. And I love that. Like, well, I, I, I yeah, probably yeah. Maybe, I gotta watch, maybe I gotta watch a different podcast, but I only got to watch part of Joe Buck and then all of the Letterman interview. The Letterman interview is so uncomfortable. The interviews are tough because it's of the just delay like, unless it's the way they know it's fucking terrible. The interviews are tough because, like, obviously, like I said, the delay, but also because, like, you're watching a football game, so it's like we're kind of interviewing you, but we're also just like watching the game, talking ball kind of it's an awkward, the interviews have been awkward, like 50% of the time, like half the time they're cool. They get the right person in there with the right energy. Half the time they're like, Oh my God. Like I was excited for Saban a few weeks ago. That was painful to watch just cause like, yeah, that's- there was nothing like Saban with technology. First of all, was rough. And then, yeah. Like, so half the time, it's okay. Half the time it's kind of eh. I prefer it when it's just well, them almost. Here's the thing is also, it's still better than the Monday Night Football broadcast. I don't know how you could possibly shit the bed any worse than they did with these guys this year. I think it's there. I love Steve Levy, but Louis Reddick's a prick. He's fine. Yeah, people hate Louis Reddick. I cannot stand Louis Reddick. I like just, just like trying like, to get a GM job, like sounding all smart in the broadcast. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah like, that is true. So he overdoes it because he is a smart guy, but I don't, I don't, yeah. Who's the third one? There's three of them. It's Levy and Reddick. I think they're way one? better than Booger and uh, – Okay. Okay, oh, yeah, a cardboard box with like, a megaphone. Dude, remember, when, remember, when, remember when Booger was sitting out in a little thing on the, the side? Booger oh, my God. The Booger 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 Booger. Yeah. was the worst. Yeah. It was the worst, I think. I think that was the worst broadcast, like, that they've ever had. That was horrible. At least these guys are plain. Like, they're not overly good. They're not overly bad. They're just kind of – they feel like just a normal, like, 4 o'clock crew. You know, mm-hmm. not overly special. They're just talking ball. I personally love Lewis Riddick, but that's because I oh, also want him to be GM. Lewis. I wanted him to be GM of the Giants last go around. Um, but I like well, Lewis that- Riddick, but I think they're just okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. If he becomes them. a GM of the Giants, man. That would be fantastic. I would love that. I wanted that last time around. So yeah, your uh, Giants fans are trying to campaign for the Giants trade for Russell Wilson right now. That I've been be seeing incredible. this. Incredible. I'd love that. It'd be interesting. It would be interesting because, you know, it it basically mean that Washington's the only bum. I don't even know how Washington's winning games right now. We'll talk about the one-sentence game. They just – they fuck. I watched half that Raiders game, and the game made no sense to me. I was like, what is happening? It's like Washington, Actually, like, Washington puts like a voodoo curse on whoever they play that week. I swear. I have like, a Russell Wilson plays, take. What? I want to throw out there in the world. So I, and I do this, I found myself doing this. I actually noticed it because me and my buddies were watching the games at their house and just kind of talking about it. And this year seems to be more than ever, but like Russ obviously like has not really had a consistent line. Uh, It's kind of run for his life, but there are quarterbacks in the NFL that we've just wrote written off as they're really good. So we will make excuses for them till the cows come home. Russell Wilson is one of those quarterbacks and I do it. I love Russ. I think Russ oh, is no, good. Oh, no, no. He's probably earned it. But no, Russell, I, I like, there are quarterbacks that it's like, well, like, he's got weapons. Like, yes, his old line's not mm. good. But, like, that's been the excuse for Russ for 10 years. Like, it can't be every year. It can't be that bad every year. He's had really good defenses. He's had weapons. 
I, and I, this is not okay, but this one's really bad. I don't know if you guys have watched it. It is. Really yes, bad. no. It's but it's like oh, might be the worst now. line I've ever seen. We're like back to back years where Russ has been kind of eh. Like Russ started last year great. He starts on fire. He always starts off. on fire. But my point is the narrative is not anything to do with Russell Wilson. It is offensive line. It is Pete Carroll. It's defense, which all might be fair. But every year it's never Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? And I do that. And he may earn it. Like he's that good. I don't know. But we do this with quarterbacks, right? Like it in Cincinnati, Andy Dalton had that for his like most of his career. But what was the narrative? Andy Dalton sucks, or he's average, or Joe Flacco's average. Like, not saying these are the same talent. I think Russell's better. But when guys kind of get up to that level, we seem to make excuses for them in a way we don't yeah. for like mid-tier Matthew Stafford. We didn't really make a lot of excuses for Detroit, even though he had them. You know what I mean? Because you, it seems like the the line is like it needs to be like two or three really good years to start your career, and like the excuse train starts rolling in your favor. Right. But like like Derek Carr doesn't get the benefit of the doubt no. because he he had a couple shaky years mixed in there. He's no worse than Stafford ever was in Detroit, and he's been he's had his head on a stake in Vegas for the past like two or three years. Right. He's really good this year. I throw that up though, Jake, and it's also I also throw that on John, on John, former head coach and in triangle of offensiveness uh, master, Mister uh, John Chucky Cocaine Gruden. This man literally has tried to trade for quarterbacks and acquire quarterbacks while Derek Carr was there for years. Yet right. Derek Carr has continued to keep that team from being complete ass. And this year he's finally playing great. Shocker. After Gruden, he was okay when Gruden was there, but he played even better after Gruden left. Right. It's it, it, but he's one of those guys. He doesn't get the benefit of the doubt ever. You know, mm-hmm. so this thing, like Raiders fans are, oh, Carr sucks. I'm like, does he? Are they? Not only can Aaron Rodgers next off season. Like, I think I think Vegas odds have him as like third or fourth for nah, Rodgers. He's, gonna, next he's gonna be a Brown. Uh, it's Brown or Broncos, the two the two uh, teams I've heard the most. Um, the wild card is like San Fran if they just they just deal Trey Lance to the Niners. I mean, why? No, it won't happen. I I don't know. Like they're throwing in these weird names with Vegas odds. San Fran, it's just because he's from there. That's the only reason. Exactly. But I mean, then there's all football wise, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And then with the there's even no betting odds for Russell Wilson yet because everyone's like, oh, they're not going to trade Russell. I'm like, um. DK he's gone. Daniel, he's DK gone. and Russell will both not be there next offseason. This by the end of the offseason, I'm telling you that right now. DK is out of that. Not about DK. Oh no, DK's done. They they want. I don't think DK has the leverage to get out there. No, 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 no. They want DK gone. They want to move off him. They know really? They're going to rebuild. Mm, very silly. This this win means I will talk about one sentence game in about five minutes. But this game means absolute. This win means absolute jack shit to the Seahawks. All it does is oh, help man. Washington and and Philadelphia get into the playoff on now. But um, I don't know. It's just, back to my football last night. This game was fucking weird. Really weird. Oh yeah, crazy. What was it? Forty-seven runs, three passes out of old Billy B. Um, Ramondre Steven, Stevenson and um, Damian Harris were just running through like, and I think Brandon Bolden got mixed in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys were. I just watched. Like Josh Allen basically torp that man is the strongest arm in history. I watched him torpedo balls at full speed through <clears> gusts of wind. The one that hit Stefan Diggs in the arm made my like head crank sideways a little bit. I was that like, hurts oh, no. so because now Kevin's going to be even more insufferable this week. Here's the thing: the Patriots deserve the praise 
up until this week of where they've been. 100. And now they're number one. I get all that. This specific game, it remind, reminds me of a similar take I had when the Tampa Bay game with like that was because of emotions. This is one of those weather games that's like, this is so rare. What do we actually football wise take away from this? We knew before mm-hmm. the game that the Patriots were the better running team. So like when it came down to that's the only thing you could do to win the game. I'm not shocked. The Patriots won. I don't think that means the Patriots are better than the bills. Now in the playoffs, the weather gets weird, right? I still think the bills can be competent in bad weather, but this weather was so extreme that it's like, what do you really take away from this game? Football wise? I'm not ready to make like a, a rash take after okay. this game. If you wanted to make it beforehand, sure. The Patriots are, are full back. Like I, I will admit that. But better than the Bills, are they the team to beat still? I'm not sure, and I'm not ready to say that because of this win. Okay, I'm 300 miles away from Buffalo right now. The same wind gusts that were hitting Buffalo during that game were hitting my house. That's how bad that storm was. You see the kicks pregame? The kicks pregame. You guys got the same wind gusts I did. You guys are about 100 miles east. Of me, it's like I just bad day to have the Buffalo kicker and quarterback on your fantasy team, dude. We had the biggest mm-hmm. fantasy game, and it was all on Tyler Bass's foot. It was crazy. I, I'm already uh, out, so it doesn't matter. I basically just rode. Done. I rode Dallas Goddard all the way into the playoffs. Yeah, big game. Oh, I have the second best record in the league, and they make the playoffs. So there's that. That's in, oh, because of conferences. Because no, we don't even do it by conference. But it's top four out of twelve, which I think it should be more. Also, the season ended stupid. This league, we're gonna have to have some real changes. I'm kind of pissed. I've like we're done. Week twelve is our last regular season game. Like, what are we doing? I know we do two weeks for playoff, but that still gives you two extra weeks. I understand not the last week because people sit out, but we're still gonna end like week sixteen, and it's so dumb. But. Whatever, that's my fantasy league. No one wants to hear about that. But it's it okay, is dumb right? that I got – I was tied for the second-best record. But because of points, I ended up not making the playoffs because there was like five teams Fair. that and were tied for that me. same record. It was very competitive league. There you go. Me, Kevin, and Pat's fantasy league that we're in for our, our little uh, friend group. Your boys clinched the playoff spot. Yeah, second, uh, Third-best third record in the league. Um, Kevin – that's the worst record in the league. You know, Classic. it really sucks when you black out in the fifth round and don't remember who you drafted. Um, and shout out to Pat sneaking in the playoffs, winning like three or four straight. The docile house cat making his return. Yeah, so Kevin, no, um, Kevin's real life teams are too good. He can't be that good in fantasy too. Like, oh, no, I, oh my god, I was gonna tweet one day. It's gotta be balanced. I just want Kevin to suffer. And is that like a crazy ask? Oh, it's no, bullshit guys, guys. that he was born. In the East Coast, Massachusetts, an eight New England fan, and then chose to go to Alabama. That's bullshit. Guys, we can make jokes. Guys, we can make jokes about Kevin's personal life being fair about what his sports teams, but we'll go off those jokes for now. Okay, we love Kevin. God, I'd much rather have better sports teams than a mom any day of the week. (laughs) I wasn't even gonna go there. Wow. I'm gonna clip that. I didn't think you were gonna use this one today. He's not even here. Oh yeah, that never makes an appearance when he's not on the show. For good reason. Randomly, he's randomly just showed up during interviews sometimes. It happens. Um, all right. Since we're already talking football, fuck it. Let's just kick off one sentence game. Let's get rock and rolling here, boys and girls. We're gonna skip college completely. Well, no, we'll do college afterward. Oh, okay. All right. I feel like I, 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 I feel like that discussion is gonna be ridiculous. 
Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I just Monday night football is a fever dream. Let's do the show backwards. I like it. Let's keep with it. All right. Well, geez, it feels like this day this game was like a month ago, but uh Cowboys Saints. My sense is simply this. Yeah, New Orleans is fucking bad. Like without J- James Winston made James Winston made them okay, and that man's a national treasure and needs to be protected with all costs. But they are bad. And Sean Payton, I don't know how much longer he's gonna want to coach in this situation. Because they're only bright spots, Kamara. My sentence is it's okay to be bad as long as you're fun or funny or entertaining. Mm-hmm. With Jameis, that was the Saints. Now they're just boring bad, like the Seahawks. It's just not fun. With Jameis, they were entertaining bad, which is kind of where Washington's at. Not bad. I, I, entertaining bad is fun. I like fun. That's fun. That's a good sentence. Um, Jake. Oh, or Samir. Samir and go. Samir go, ahead, go. Samir. All right, all right, all right. Well, <laughs> Samir constantly I, pulling rank. It's disgusting. <laughs> I, I, I can't, like, don't want to be – I don't want to be the guy that uh, is – the one that caps. I don't want to be like, you know, the crews on the show, but I, they were down so many guys in this game. Oh, so I'm a Browns like, fan. I won't hear it. I'm a Browns fan. I won't hear it. But if you looked like it was literally half of their offense, and it's like, all right, I think just this, this season's over is what I'm. You mean like, like this season's both of your over? Starting next running backs, both of your left, uh, tackles, a your center and your starting wide receiver and your quarterback, aka like eight of the 11 on that Thursday night game against the Broncos. I don't want to hear it, Samir. Well, yeah, no. Okay. So Saints fans have gotten a pass because they've just been lucky with injuries for a long time. Right. Like even when they lost Breeze last year, they had Hill. The year before they had Bridgewater. And it's not like Breeze was good last year. The Saints basically, I think, sold their soul for 09. And ever since, and like, like they've just been getting hosed. They had this loaded team, and they they must have done something to piss somebody off. Because, like, 17, Minneapolis Miracle. 18, the pass interference that saved my bacon. Um, I think the Saints were the best team in football, like, two or three times in the last 10 years and haven't. I know, but what makes it hysterical is is they've, they've, I think they've just done something to, like, curse their team. And then last, two years ago, Kyle Rudolph. The, the one hour push off, like, and then what was it last year? They they got smoked by Brady. It's it's a team they dominated the entire year. Yeah, so, a team they slept. Yeah, and this year they're not going to make the playoffs. I can almost bet. I probably will bet money on it. At this that window point, is closed. Yeah, I I think the Saints are going back to the post Aaron Brooks pre Joe Breeze days. Yeah, I my thing with the Saints is like I think good coaching doesn't like win you games like you know, on like a week to week basis as much as I'd like to give Belichick credit for. But where it comes from is like building a roster and building a team and everything. As long as Sean Payton's there, they're gonna be somewhat competitive as long as he can find a quarterback. So if they can get a guy to come down to New Orleans and win them games, they're gonna be fine. But they're in cap hell. They can't afford to pay for a quarterback. They got too much money in James. Taysom Hill is a weird deal. They have so much money all around. I think I think they're looking at some dark days coming. They like coming restructured. Forward. They like extended Camara and then restructured it to give him more money, like just cause. Like yeah. uh, he just, I feel like, uh, I feel like he becomes way too loyal to his players, which is a good thing and a bad thing, I guess. It's the anti Belichick, yeah. Of, they overpay a right. lot of people. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the anti Belichick, uh, let's talk uh, a Belichick to say, actually. 
Dolphins. All right, so my sentence is in Dolphins and Giants. My sentence is simply this. Dolphins started off the season with a win, then lost seven in a row, and then it won five straight. Make sense of this team because I am either waiting for them to lose four straight or a win out. I don't know. It, this team makes no sense to me anymore. I, that's um, my sentence is the Giants won't get better until they fire Dave Gettleman. Get that out of the way. Comma. I always have to start with that. Um, how, is Mike Glennon, how is Mike Glennon still in the league? I, I genuinely don't know. I haven't seen him have a good start in <laughs> years, yet he continues to bounce away. around. Mike Glennon is terrible. The pride of NC State, but he's terrible. Talk about the OG version of old long Nick. Also, Freddie Kitchens, terrible. Like, I, he needs to no longer coach football. The he fact that the Eagles sell, lost to use cars weeks ago, what the fuck? But he's bad and funny, so we're going to let him stick around. No, he's not funny. He's not funny. <laughs> he's Freddie Kitchens looks like that divorced dad at the bar drinking about four Miller Lights before he yes. goes the golf. He, he looks like Matt. Who's like stepson. Really and he really goes to trivia night every week and he loses every week. Hey, I used to go to trivia night in college. I loved it. So no, I do too. Yeah, night. I'm just saying. I'm he goes to trivia night alone. Oh, no, I'm, I'm terrible at it. But I like to get drunk and get like one question right and then I'll feel good. That's pretty much my my mode. You want to go, Jake? So let Samir finish it off. Yeah, I just want to – I'm going to use my sentence to get Samir talking about – I want to – so I watched this game, and I watched most of the Giants game on Red Zone. I don't really watch the whole games. What is up with Saquon? Is it does he look like he's lost a step from the injury, or does it seem like it's like a scheme problem? Because it just doesn't seem like he's the same running back he was pre ACL tear. I think it's fair to say he's like lost a step, but I don't want to say forever. Mm-hmm. I also I think guess that's where I'm. I'm the at play calling that. just doesn't help either. Yeah, no. Horrible play calling. But also, it's like weird lie. because it's weird because we see a lot of these backup running backs run harder with the same line. They just run right. downhill. just doesn't run downhill like that. I think he's hesitant. I think he wants to bounce. Yes, you're right. He's right. not he always in tackles. I think he's just he's had enough injuries. Like, and I, I guess that's the step. Is it's a confidence thing that hopefully will come back next. I will year. say this: if not, we're in, it's. In I think he just we'll needs talk, a really good line. We'll talk about this because his college backup had the same issue all season. Then finally saw his backup run downhill and got 127 yards last week. So I mean, well, Booker's I think been running a, hard all year. So who? Booker. Booker has been running really hard. So is Jordan Howard, and that's what scared Miles Sanders into running downhill last this week. I was like, "Oh my God, he knows how to do it." Also, it was the Jets, so it was like playing a pretty. I also game. think Saquon's like, "It's my job to have what's I'm like." I don't think he's like worried about getting replaced yet. Oh, I know. Who knows? But then again, he could be traded though. I really I think, I think you guys I'm should not, move him. That. I'm I not ready to like. I wouldn't pay him right now. That's for sure. I think he's well. He's a free agent at the end of the year, right? I think so. Yeah. Next year. I think at the end of next year. Oh, next year. that That's big then because that's Wait, two no, years off. Four, it's four years or is there a four-year of the team option for a fifth? Uh, four year with the team options or a fifth, and then you could franchise tag as well. Okay. So, yeah, no. All right, cool. All right, Samir, go off. Four Kate. years of miles. Oh, I mean, this season's over. I watched this game, and I – Literally at the end of the game, I was like, "This is not worth watching." I'm going to go get a corn dog, and I went and got a corn dog. Like my uh, friend, who's a Bears fan, they were also four and seven, and the NFC is weird. So I love that we were both in the in the in the hunt graphic, and I'm like, "We right. both suck so bad." 
but there's just that little glimmer of hope just seeing your team in the in the hunt graphic and that i should have taken a picture because then it was gone within an hour they showed it later that day and they're in the hunt graphic no it's gone um i mean what we can look forward to is probably a top five pick with the bears and two top 10 picks this next year uh what we do with those picks do we get a quarterback i don't know um gentleman's gonna be gone is judge gone i don't know uh what happens is all up in the air i hope we lose every game this year jake Fromm is gonna start probably the rest of the season and i don't think we're gonna win another game and that's fine i guess that's how my life is i'm just so bored with tanking but i i hear you (laughs) i i really hear you i mean i mean the giants have been the worst team in football since since they made the playoff they have like worst worst winning percentage in football. A once anyone, proud two Super Bowls in the last two or twenty years. Once proud organization has become an absolute laughing stock, it's, and it's it starts boat, at the top. That boat picture. That's what it really came down to. Yeah. Like it, it, that. Like that. That game was just like cursed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who's on a boat? It's bad juju. Can't fire an owner, unfortunately. All right. Because well, Mayor is the one making we'll these New York, at least for the teams, the Jets and the Eagles. I also have a couple of prefaces here. I love how the uh, one, CJ Mosley's crying about Fletcher Cox talking shit to Robert Sala. Grow the fuck up, win a game, make a stop. We ran down your throat for, they ran down your throat for two hours with two different running backs, almost three. Um, second, uh, Robert Sala, stop complaining that the Eagles covered up Gardner Minshew starting. They really thought Hertz was going to play. It was a last second pullout. Who cares? Yeah, the, no, but they the Jets Game have been the Jets have been complaining about it since Monday. It's hysterical. Anyway, my sense, simple, my sense is simply this: Oh my God, Miles Sanders is a good running back when he runs downhill instead of the East and West. Hundred twenty fucking yards. Holy shit! Okay, and then part two is um. Minchu Mania was nice, and it was kind of a cool little uh, energy pump up, and it showed Jalen Hurts, hey, if you throw the ball downfield, your players make plays. So um, Eagles got a bye. I can relax for a week. My heart rate is already going down. So cheers to the birds with this uh, nice double. Um, my sentence is I'm pretty sure Gardner Minshew's not a real person. I think nope. he's a cartoon character or, he's a, fig- or a figment of my imagination. But I'm almost gosh. positive like I'll never see him in person because he's not real. Because uh, that video of him and his dad after the game too, it's like That's amazing. I think he just shoots up <laughs> testosterone every day, and I'm yeah. so happy. I'm so happy he's our backup quarterback. That makes me so happy. I don't know why. It just when we got him, I was like, this is cool. It's a ton of fun, and he's gonna. T- he continues to like play well. When he's given just, opportunities. He's, he's, he's gonna also, be in this league for a long time. He's not just a great. Also, what I've heard around the like around the Eagles, like from like Eagles reporters and everything else, he's a great teammate. Apparently, like. I bet he was a great teammate. It would have been easy to give up on Jacksonville, and he was a good teammate there. Like he, yeah, he was all in for. But Urban Meyer is also a moron, so you know there's that. Um, but uh, uh, Samir, yeah, Jets and Eagles. Um, you guys can see ball if you want. Elijah Moore, baby, I'm all Elijah Moore right now. He's a monster. I love Elijah Moore. He's so nice. He's He's so quick. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Uh, he's yeah, he's like the future of receiving. I think. I think it's gonna be half him, half like half the Metcalfs and AJ Brown. Yeah, the CDs and the Jeffersons. Yeah, yeah, but I think he's a name in there. Yeah, uh, JD. 
I already went. Oh, you did? Fuck. <laughs> I am sorry. Jake. This was my upset, and I got it wrong. Very wrong. Um, this was never going to be a good game. Um, Dallas Goddard's really good. I I like that they got rid of Ertz, and they're letting Goddard go. and Go Birds, I guess. Dude got a four-year extension. He's balled out since then. <laughs> like, yeah. Man, you can't knock it. Now, the uh, the fact that the Eagles have a bye week with Kelsey, Sanders, and Hurts all a little banged up. Oh, God, the football gods are smiling on us. On, oh, yeah, the next game, I'll be there live, and I will probably be live-tweeting and drinking and TikToks all through the game. So I'll be at the link. My first ever Eagles game at home. I've only seen ones on the road. So. Oh, cool. I'm very excited to be among my brothers, my brothers and sisters. Um, I am taking Mr. Maserati with me. As you guys know, he is a Giants fan. He said to me, he goes, maybe I'll wear my LT jersey. I said, no, no, you're not. I'm leaving you in the parking ride in New York if you do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're, I've goes, never been a big fan of people who wear jerseys. Like, you you don't have to put on Eagle shirt or anything. You can just wear, like, a neutral Nike sweatshirt. Or he's, wearing, uh, he's wearing his Allen Iverson. Okay. In Philadelphia, like those fans get rowdy. It might be like a personal safety thing to not wear. Yeah, no, that's where I told him. It's like, listen, I know you're a tough bastard. You're from South Bronx. I get it. But it's like, listen, I don't feel like fighting an entire section of Eagles fans because your dumbass wants to rep a crackheads jersey. Right. Sorry, LT is a crackhead, but whatever. Uh, was former. Sorry. <laughs> um, but listen, like I just, I, I all due respect to the New York Football Giants. Year, I love their fans. New York Giants fans are the shit. Like I, I've been to two games at Giants Stadium. Giants fans, so nice, so friendly, great gamesmanship. Jets fans, I want to beat their head in at live games. Jets so fans would, suck. Jets fans are annoying. I listen. I hate Giants players. No, I love Jets Giants fans. fans. It's the reverse. I don't mind Cowboys players. I hate Cowboys fans. Yeah, I don't deal a lot with the. Uh... And Redskins and the, the Washington football team, we just all kind of chuckle and be like, hey, buddy. Yeah, yeah, they're where, they're where they are. They're that weird uh, cousin who may have a who may have a parent that's brother and sister. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I am kind of a fan. I always wear my Yankees stuff to Red Sox games. But that's like the that's ultimate. That's different. That's different. That is different. That is the ultimate, like, I'm – I would never walk in. I would never walk into Fenway Park for someone to mistake me as a Red Sox fan. That'd be ridiculous. I need to make it known. Wait, so you're saying when they're not playing the Yankees, you do? Just to be like a troll? Yes. I don't give a damn. And I always root root against Baseball, I feel like, is not as intense. Fenway, I don't know. Fenway man. is like I don't know. like a playground, dude. You no, there's no fights at Fenway Park. They play like Fenway just gets clean music. No it's actual, like, like oh yeah, no for sure. It's just it's just everyone yelling yeah. you suck or like they're yelling some dumb mm-hmm. shit off fire. And, and they do the wave four times a game. I love it. I love the Red Sox, but no, it's a little I don't bit want of the 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 atmosphere. A dangerous game. Go to Chavez Ravine. Also, like you find mm-hmm. yourself going to a baseball game. Like, go. I feel like baseball is one of those sports you go to games, even if you're not a fan. Just be like, oh, I'll see the ballpark, or I'll kick in a game. Right, or it's more right, of a, right. it's a like, great excuse to drink in the sun. So people to do it all the, the time. Shoe, yeah. When they're not playing Michigan and wear a Michigan, it's like you bought a hundred and twenty dollar ticket to rock a Michigan jersey during an Ohio State Indiana game. Like, go away, you're a douchebag. Like, <laughs> right? That's yeah, just that's like cool. weird. No, that's just weird. Point, like, I'm buying tickets to go spend far five days in the desert in Arizona in April, 
and go catch a whole series, Diamondbacks game. So I'm going to watch four, uh, three or four in the ballpark. Go That'd after. be cool. That'd be awesome. Oh, no, no. The game's end at 10. Go straight to the bars. There's like 16 around the damn stadium. Like, oh, that's, sure. I'm going to do that next April. I am ecstatic about it. So, Jared, Fenway's I, got good bars, too. My father. I do. I love the casket flag, and that's my shit. My father yeah. obviously yeah. travels for work, so he's been to, like, all big American cities. Yeah. Um, but he said he goes, like, in his, he does layovers because he's a pilot, but he does. Uh, he said one of his favorite ballparks is uh, the Diamondbacks. He loves the Diamondbacks oh, ballpark. The Bob like, is love, the shit. Loves it. Loves the it. Bo- that, he said San Diego's pretty awesome, too. It, it used to be the Bob Bank One Ballpark, best nickname in sports, the Bob. But uh, now it's just Chase Field. But um, honestly, like my sister and my uh, brother-in-law, we're not a big baseball family, so right. he was just going based on the ballpark the way it looks. Oh, the ballpark, gorgeous! Awesome. And on top That's of that, he thinks it's just a really cool place to watch a game. Oh, I know. And my my sister and her boyfriend slash my brother, it's a, it's just they're dating forever, so it's basically it just saves time. But um, they did their cross country trip around the southern part of the, the country. And they were like, dude, it's like you're driving through the desert towards Phoenix, and you just see this giant mass of buildings rise out of the desert. It's Chase Field surrounded by bars and stadium and like all this other shit. It's great. So I know we're off topic, but yeah. from someone who's not a baseball fan, just to go see a stadium, I'd rather go to Wrigley than uh, uh, Fenway. I'd rather. I, do that. I mean, I I've think Wrigley fan- looks cool. I think Wrigley. <clears throat> Fenway's cool. Fenway's yeah, cool, Fen- but it's also like cool because it's Fenway. Like it doesn't look like it's got a lot to it. I think Wrigley, like no, Fenway's dope, like, but I've never been to Fenway. I've never been to either, obviously, and I'm not a giant baseball game. But like just seeing them, like I'd rather go to Wrigley, I guess, to like check it oh, out. Fair. And I might and be you, wrong because I've never been to either. Point wearing in unless that's your team and you're at an away game. Like I've been to Giants Eagles games wearing an Eagles jersey. I've like I was supposed to go to BC. Miami two years ago, I was gonna wear my uh my Miami. Oh jersey. yeah, definitely wear your but, like that's different. But if you're just going there to be a prick and wear a t- uh, the rival team's jersey and your team ain't even playing, that's just yeah, that's... All right. there was I was at the Ohio State Maryland game. There was a guy wearing like an LSU Joe Burrow jersey. I'm like, why? That's... Like what? just yeah. like that I mean, felt played for Ohio felt... State for two right. years, right? But it, but it like it felt like the like stick in the eye of like Ohio state. Like I'm wearing the LSU one, like, you know, F you kind of thing. I don't know. It was weird. I just thought it was a weird choice. The weirdest collection of jerseys, the weird, well, just one more. The weirdest collection of jerseys you'll find is if you go to an MLS game, I go to a, cause I play soccer. I love soccer. So I've gone to like, they play at Gillette and I went to one when I was in Nashville this summer and you just see like retired soccer players that haven't played in 30 years that have nothing to do with this game. They're wearing their jerseys because just Americans just wear whatever they have to a soccer game. Yeah. And that is a weird environment. Not at the crew. I will say the crew is pretty hardcore in Columbus. Cause they're they good. All, they're, they're good. And they have a really yeah. good fan base. But the, mm-hmm. by the way, the only, new, the only new England sports team I root for is the Revs, by the way, Jake. Revs. Good. That's good choice. Well, that's the, that's the shit. The Revs are the shits, man. I love the Revs. Yeah, the revs are fun. I like my buddies are like you root for a soccer team. I'm like for MLS. I'm like well for for apparently for pro I have to root for Bayern Munich and, because of Lewandowski, and then I have to root for Chelsea because of Pulisic. But uh, yeah, no, I just root for uh, American stuff. I root for um, you know, I root for a revs, man. So the hometown team they used to play in yeah, Britain. Dude. Um, mm-hmm. all right, moving on. Speaking of disappointments, <laughs> wait, no, that's a joke. Um, by the way, boys. 
Carson Wentz has officially played 74.4% of his snaps. He plays for one more quarter, and the Philadelphia Eagles get a first-round pick. Breaking news! Didn't you see? Did you see? George I thought it was confirmed practice today. Now he they got the third round out of it. They're like seventy four point five right now. Okay, all right. hey, towards ACL in practice. You didn't see that. Ah uh, ha ha ha! You're an asshole. All right, the Giants yeah, picks are better. All right, we can speed run this one because it's easy. Yeah. Um, who cares? You guys are still gonna fuck it up as long as Gettleman's your GM. Um, Colts sure. Texans. Let's speedball this one. Um, Texans suck. Next, anybody? Any other comments? Wasn't this your upset pick, Jared? It, you know what? I took it because Samir took mine. And Samir, congratulations, by the way. So, Jake, yours was oh, closer. Man. That's my sentence. Jake's upset closer. Well, upset off, pick was Samir, Samir had the best that one that everybody too. wanted. Samir also it was awesome. a tough week because college was championship week. So, like, there wasn't. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. Bama was the, was right for the picket. It was easily the easiest. You Not saying any of us. I did think But Kevin, Kevin had dibs. He was if, just going to have if it. My parlay, if my parlay, if like Wake Forest actually showed some cojones, my parlay would have hit. I went like, would have won like 150 bucks. Oh, I was so close. I, I refuse to pick, uh, I'll wait for to pick on Bama. Never will pick on Bama again. But uh, yeah, Samir uh, jacked my, uh, my upset pick and I was kind of pissed. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll take something else. I was never told it was your upset pick. No, nah, it's okay. I did, I've done it to Kevin. It was a tough week. Time. There really wasn't much. I've done it to Kevin so many fucking yeah. times. It was only karma. Um, I was I stuck with the Lions all year. The Lions and the Jets, I believed in them for so long. I love Baylor, but I don't think it was probably. enough points. Oh no! I I the sec I was I was in pregame. I was thinking I was at the gym. It was like eleven a.m. on Saturday. I was like, Wait, I hate Oklahoma State. Why the fuck am I picking them? And I'm like, fuck it, let's go Baylor. <laughs> like, I guess JD, I guess it gave him the kiss of life or something, huh? I went four for five on championship week, just saying. I went three for five. And these are with the spread, too. Not no, no, necessarily just, just in our pick, not just in our straight up pickup, which is more impressive if I do pat myself right. on the back. All right, let's go through this shit. Watch out college football. Let's run through this. All right, let's yeah. Call call sex. Any other comments, concerns? No, uh, just an obligatory was... Jonathan Taylor offensive player. Oh, yeah. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Next up. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Boys, I need you to get loud, proud, and wowed for MCDC. The fucking oh, Lions won a game. Let's, Let's go. go baby. How about Ross St. Brown with that oh, beautiful you guys all suck, by the way. Nobody else got loud with me. Fuck y'all. No. Um, and there's a reason. Let's go, Lions. Let me say my Let's sentence. Go Lions. I was happy for Lions fans for about 30 seconds until I remembered they're also Michigan fans, so fuck them. Oh, fuck <laughs> that, baby. You suck. You're that one guy at the bar who has to just be a pain in the ass. All right. Yep. Yeah, the Detroit Lions. Boys and girls, I was going to do a TikTok, and I couldn't figure out how to put a, a, a licensed song on my TikToks. So I said, fuck it. I I, tur- I deleted it. I was going to put Win by J-Rock and Kendrick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I thought that would be kind of cheesy and perfect. But, um, yeah, no, the, it just – I you know, it's so funny. I saw that the Lions were driving, and I was like, oh, my God, at least let me watch their just demise at the end of the game, right? Because the Eagles, they, they finally the, – the Jets just kind of let the clock run out, thank God. And – they switched over, and the lines were at midfield. Like, oh my god, it's happening! <laughs> I watched Goff at two throws and almost throw an interception, and then it happened. What the Vikings the should be ashamed lines? of themselves. What, what was that the defense Vikings doing? That coverage yeah, was no that sense. coverage was awful. 
That coverage was that coverage was bad. The, they dropped in the cover three or quarters, but the guys went for the back line. Of the you end would up. have said that coverage was bad if the the situation wasn't like a walk off. Like say it's like third quarter with ten minutes left to go. That's still terrible coverage. Yeah, I don't like no like just football. Like, no score involved, just one play. It makes no sense. Why would you drop into deep coverage to the back of the end zone when the front of the end zone still scores the win? Well, because if you stand in the back of the end zone, it scares them from coming to the front. No, you understand no. that? You play, it's called sticks. You play the line to gain. That's I'm being. I'm joking, game. Jared. I'm not stupid. I know. I know. But yeah, um, is... let's be honest. Let's be honest though. This is the, this is gonna be a very discombobulated sense because like I just it felt so good. Oh, it did. Those two he, points felt good for me. Oh my god! The, like, listen. Dan Campbell jumping up and down like a madman after they hit that throw. And also shouting uh um him dedicating the game ball to the Oxford uh Oxford community was awesome. So shout to MCDC, two shots of espresso, biting kneecaps. Hey, listen, as of this week, he's one and oh. Let's go. Can I also say him going for it on his own 30 up by two was a horrendous coaching call that I know he was going to sit there and I know everyone's going to make the excuse of, Oh, but like, you know, you're, you're Owen 10, you got to go for it. It's like, no, that doesn't give you an excuse to make just blatantly really bad decisions as a coach. And that was a blatantly really bad decision. Not to mention their play call had one option and it was taken away. Like what, that's the best thing you could come up with. Bad coaching. He lucked out, if I'm going to be honest, but good for him. I love it. Jake? Um, this game was just everything we could have wanted it more. Um, and Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins did exactly Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins things. They had insane counting numbers that just don't result in a win. Cousins does this all the time. And Zimmer, it, I've never seen his seat this hot on Twitter. Twitter heads I mean, are calling for his job more than I've ever seen. It could be worse. Mm, it could. Yeah, right? So does Goff. Do you see the video? Goff's girlfriend was at the yeah, Sports yeah. Illustrated uh, yeah, yeah, shoot yeah, yeah. when she yeah. saw that. Oh, one. yeah. I, I, yeah, I knew you saw that. Yeah. That was actually a pretty cool yeah. thing. Actually, yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's actually kind of sweet. It's almost like yeah, uh, that. was cool. I was almost like when Julie Ertz found Zach out the Eagles were going to the Super Bowl. It's kind of like one of those moments. Like, yeah, oh, that's kind of actually kind of yeah. sweet. All right, Samir, what you got? Uh, man, it was so, I didn't think it would happen, man. Every time I picked the lines, I always figured, I was like, they'll find a way to lose. Cause I saw they were leading early in the game and I was like, no, it's not going to happen. And then of course it happened. And boy, the, I, the crowd was electric. The crowd really got me pumped up. The vibe. I got pumped with the crowd yeah. today, man. It was just a good time. It was, it was the happy storyline. That's yeah. Good for him. Is that the best Monday morning a like Michigan sports fan has ever had? Their yeah. team is in the college football championship or college football uh, playoffs and won the Big Ten, and the Lions finally got a win. Like that might have been the best morning ever. I mean, the Lions could be a little a middle finger in there when he said the Michigan Wolverines. I was like, that's very subtle. What? You you when you counted the Michigan Wolverines, you put up a middle finger like that. I honestly, maybe subconsciously, I did. I did not really <laughs> need to do that. I almost it's second so nature at this point. Second nature. I honestly, that was not planned. If I did that, that's funny. Good for me. Yeah, I'm in bye week hell this week. I have seven guys on bye this week. 
I had that three weeks ago, and I decided to just punt on, like, even paying attention to my fantasy I mean, I already clinched the playoffs spot, but I put my cousin, so this is for, like, Clem House bragging rights. Um, Is he uh, trying to get the playoffs? Oh, Jake Froh! Hell yeah. All right, moving on. All righty. I was, I was looking at week 14 to see if there's any. Do you guys know Jake Fraub was a Little League World Series star? They're going to tell it to you a million times on the broadcast. Oh, I they know. are. They, and they will. All yeah. right. We can speed rail this one, too, if you want, because if anybody actually watched this game, you're an idiot. Uh, Bears, Cardinals. Um, Watched a lot of this game, unfortunately. Uh, I'm so sorry, JD. <laughs> I was with the Bears. Um, fan. Not, not, I'm not taking back the idiot comment because I feel like because Ohio is Ohio, you kind of were forced to watch it. Um, Man, my, I was with a Bears fan. That was oh, you poor bastard! I'm so sorry. Um, I I, I don't let my my bearish friends in my house during Sundays. Um, <laughs> he's bad luck. Um, he's got a double doing curse. Bears, Cardinals. I'll, I'll start off like this: like Cardinals are nasty, man. I went for Larry Fitz to come out of retirement for the playoffs just to kind of get the ring and walk off. Yeah, that'd be dope. They should give him one even if he's not on the oh, roster. Oh, no, they will. It's the same thing the Eagles did with Dawkins. They gave him a player ring anyway. Mm-hmm. During this game, I had a an idea for a line of T-shirts. And it's just average Merch. quarterbacks with, like, just their average, like, from ESPN, like, stat lines on it. Because at one point, it was hilarious. Uh, Andy Dalton was, like, 14 for 24. 130 yards, one touchdown, and three picks. And I'm like, that's just funny. Like, that's just a funny stat line. And I want to just start printing them on T-shirts because I think that would be funny. Just get I would buy them like... and just start, like, printing their average stats. Trademark. No one can take that. <laughs> I like when uh, – Intellectual I like, property. Yeah. I like when ESPN gets hyped about an average guy really quick. Like, when they got really hyped about Drew Locke when they went 4-0 and they have, like – and you can look back at all these, like, hype in social media posts for Drew Locke. But it's also like it's different too. Like, you got to take an average stat line for an average quarterback. But like, some are known for throwing picks. Like, some are. It's going to be even funnier the fact that they have no touchdowns or no picks, and they're like six for eight with like eighty yards. You know, like depending on the quarterback, the stat has to be the most of them stat line. And I think it'd be really funny trying to. And also, just deciding those stat lines would be really funny. Like, what's the most this guy stat line? I think that'd be fun. That's a random thought, though. Someone else can go. <laughs> did we right. finish? Um, I just make you go. This first. was. All right, we'll we'll, we'll trade this one. Um, when telling Jake when to go. No, I'm telling you, uh, go first. I know. I'm telling you, please go around. It's ridiculous. But the uh, wait, no, no, Jake, stop. What you're saying? Stop. No, 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 no. no, no. Go Jake, ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You can go. Wait, Jake, you should go. Actually, Jake, you should go. No, no, no. All right. Here's a tyrant. No, so the Bears. The Bears had the ball for like the majority of this game, and it just didn't matter. They were never they were never going to do anything with said ball. Oh, they, except Andy throw it to the other team. <laughs> they lost. Next. Like that was never going to happen. But they had some hilarious interceptions too. Andy Dalton, yeah. nice guy. Uh, that, that's the part of my tape thing, right? Nice guy, nice guy, Andy Dalton. Nice but, guy, um, yeah. Um, he is just awful at football, and because of Matt Nagy starting him for as long as he did over Justin Fields. I feel bad, but I'm almost like I enjoy it, how bad he's playing. And, like, screw you. This is what you deserve, Matt Nagy. Yeah, Big Cat has to get Pace and Nagy out of there like he got guard packs fired from the Bulls. He has that power. He wields that power. He really does. He's one of the most influential Chicago fans, honestly. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Uh, Bears and Bengals. 
Yo, that over looked too good. You just man. said Bears again. Oh, Chargers Bengals. Sorry. Chargers. My sensibly, that over looked real good. A lot of points. Uh, I mean, the 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 Bengals offense proved inconsistent. Uh, yeah, I totally thought you that's said Bengals. Oh, the, yeah, the Bagels. That would be the an awesome sports team name, the Bagels. And also, to go back to Andy Dalton, uh, that's They're back the Bagels franchise baseball. leader in yards, touchdowns, yada, yada. It's all Andy Dalton, and that's just really mm-hmm. funny to me. Um, Joe Burrow throws they deserve such incatchable football. <clears throat> yeah, I know. It doesn't hit the ground. It's either his team catches it or the other team. He throws a lot of picks because of how catchable his football is. It doesn't throw a lot of incompletions. Somebody's guy. touching. Somebody's mm-hmm. catching it. Somebody's catching. Mm-hmm. Great spiral. That's my sentence. Sorry, Samir. I didn't know if you um, were right or not. No, I'm good. All yeah. I got is that I'm a little confused as to what's going on with Jamar Chase. Uh, I was told a couple weeks ago that he was going to run away with the rookie of the year. And maybe this is just a little like I want Mac Jones to win offensive rookie of the year. But oh, he hasn't right. the looked one that impressive for a couple years. <clears throat> Yeah, that was that was team football. He's he's just a team player. But no, but Jamar Chase is you know he he was the he had the third most targets on the team this week, and it's just it was just a little weird for me. I didn't he's I didn't still know leading the league though in yards. I know he was a couple. Of I don't years. think so. Yeah, he dropped um, the ball. He did drop a ball, but I do think he's, he's still good. It's just there's a lot to go around for that team. In the past couple weeks, they've been really leaning on Joe Mixon, which is completely fair because Joe Mixon. Yeah, as they first. should. He's been hot. So. And Joe and Jamar Chase is really their deep shot guy yeah. at the end of the day. Like he's their deep threat, right. and so it's like he's not always going to get the the complete volume. Like Tyler right. Boyd's the volume guy there. T Higgins might be the volume guy. And Chase is just going to take the top off a lot of the time. Right, right. Yeah, he can't he can't catch a 60-yard touchdown in every game. But if he does right. it like 70% of the time, you'll you'll take that and that's kind of what he's working with now. Um yeah, it'll be interesting. He's going to have to keep kind of putting up numbers. I think if the season ended today, I think he deserves it. Uh, just because like as a rookie receiver literally leading the entire NFL. That's awesome. Impressive. Um, I don't know if that's true anymore, by the way. Uh, but it was, I think, last week or two weeks ago. So, uh, but don't get me wrong, Mac is Mac is playing good enough that if he, if Jamar's numbers kind of keep down this trend, I think, and Mac just keeps winning football games, he'll he'll win it because of that. Jake Jake was like, I don't want to hear that. Just Jake was pissed. Jake he was, was like, pissed I I can't hear Jamie's bullshit for one more second. Last week, Not yeah, one more second. Can I hear this asshole? Right, let's, let's and I get that. What do we got? We get. I'm sorry, Jake. I, I take it all back. Oh, he's going again. Uh, no, he's gone because oh, he's scared. Christ. All right. Well, well Jake's trying to figure out his week. technology problems. Uh, speaking of Boston fans, uh, Bucks and Falcons. Once again, we can speedball this one. Did anybody think the Falcons were going to win? Anybody? Anybody at all? No, but that pick. That pick was sick. That was that, cool. That fat so man cool. touchdown, thick six. That was smooth, man. I love big. I love big man scoring touchdowns. All right. Jags Rams. Once again, we can speed run this one. Anybody got comments about that week? Wait, I do have a comment about the Bucks. In is that if the NFL reached it to make it Brady Belichick in Super Bowl, which they're a hundred percent going to. That's what they want. Yeah, I'm gonna be pissed. They want that so bad. Oh God, it's gonna happen. They're gonna ratings. Um, are any Rams? I have a really quick thing on the Jags. Okay. Laquan Treadwell's alive and he's playing football in Jacksonville. 
Really? And I didn't know that. Yeah. No, me neither. Yeah, no, I, I remember he, this week. Mr. Yeah. Pete on the Mississippi State field. Mm-hmm. And he had like a six-year-old daughter when he was drafted. I was that, that that's just what I remember him for. But I also remember his niece getting snapped sideways. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, also, my other memory of Laquan Trevor was he was part of that crazy like hook and ladder to beat Alabama. Yeah. Yes, or he the was. Tip, the tip. The too. tip. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like it like tipped off and he caught it and ran it for a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Um. All right, let's talk about this game because this game makes me made me a little annoyed. Uh, we um, have to move on. I had deep analysis about the Rams and Jags. Oh, I was gonna say OBJ caught another touchdown. That's my sentence. But you got anything, Jay, Jay Dizzle? No, no, I don't have deep All analysis. Right. Um, I lied just then. I feel really the bad Washington bad. football team and the Las Vegas who gives a shit Raiders. Holy smokes, has a team annoyed me more this season than the Las Vegas Raiders? I have bet on them a total three times. Up until Thanksgiving Day, I was 0-2. Then they won me 60 bucks on Thanksgiving. Now they pissed me off this weekend when they couldn't beat the most in. Though The problem is the Washington football team has so much talent, but they don't know how to use it. They lose their tight end for probably two or three weeks. Oh, by the way, if, if you if fantasy, go pick up his back. His backup, um, at least for the week. Um, I am just dumbfounded. Who do I you think Raiders, more... I get Raiders on Waller this week. They, he, she's questionable for next week. Who do you think is more sick and tired of dealing with the Raiders, Jared or the Las Vegas Police Department? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. My wallet's been hurt. They hurt my wallet this year. Right, um, right. And it, honestly, and the, they're probably making the city money. You know, the, the taxes, those, baby. Right, um, taxes, and you know, you, they got to pay those fines. And those fines, man. Well, no, let's be honest. Mark Davis pays those fines. Um, not anymore. Not for not after they get cut. Not for rubs. I did. I did buy his. I did technically buy his Corvette in a GTA. I think it's fast as shit. Um. Yeah, uh, you didn't have to tell me to. Uh, uh, let's be, Taylor Heineke. The Raiders are literally that just what the fuck team. Wait, you did? That wasn't your sentence? That whole spiel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to vent to you because you guys are my coworkers and confidants and friends. Okay. I want to vent to you. This is a safe space. Vent away. <laughs> yeah. How much the Las Vegas Raiders have hurt me in betting this year? It's safe. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, they're in a name. Raiders are definitely an enigma. Uh, Taylor Heineke is electric. Um, is he the next fix magic? People are starting to wonder. Uh, Not actually good, but bounces around and, and comes in as like yeah. electric for a few games. That's if what I mean. Washington just decides to stick with him as their starter, which I don't think they will. They shouldn't. <laughs> no, that would be one of the worst mistakes. He's the one thing holding them back. Well, not the one thing, but. He's definitely holding back from being a great team. If you get a great quarterback with Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin needs a great – I mean, it would be just absolutely scary. That's the thing is he doesn't need one. Imagine him with one. Right, exactly. Oh, my God. Just and that defense him. should be good in theory. Yeah, know. the secondary. It's the secondary. Um, but, you know, I love when they're just so middling and irrelevant. It's fun. They're going to they're gonna win eight games. It's going to be funny. They're going to be in every single game to the end. And they're going to be like, oh, we, oh, we need a quarterback. And I'm like, oh, and a tight end to stay healthy. And, you know, 
competent owner, a secondary, you know, all that stuff. Right, right, right. Not to be yeah. under investigation for sexual assault, you know, at every yeah, like all the time, always, yeah. always, every yeah, day. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Jake. Yeah, the Raiders. The Raiders are also just like a confusing team. They're an annoying team, and they confuse me too because they they spent pretty good amount of money on Kenyon Drake, and they just don't use him at all. Like, and it didn't make sense to try to bring him in and like replace Josh Jacobs, but they don't even use him to like compliment him they he touched the field like three times yesterday kenny and drake is fooling everybody he did the same Tricking thing with the all. cardinals myself cardinals included. everyone's like oh my god he's he's gonna be so good and then they never yeah. used him and then for some yeah. reason he mm -hmm. got paid again like that dude is first team all bag getter because he is not that good as a society we need to be my done with kenny and drake he's gotta be up there for like most dollar bills per carry <laughs> like it's, right mm-hmm which is not a stat you want to win. Ah, Todd Gurley. Oh, well, see, yeah, I think the Rams are still paying. <laughs> I think the Rams are still paying Todd Gurley. Um, Trent Richardson. Oh, you, oh yeah. Trent Richardson for sure. The Birmingham oh, Lions. I think you're still pay, paying Trent Richardson. Um, here we go. go uh, Ravens Steelers. I don't think people should be giving John Harbaugh shit for going for two. No, I wanted him to. You live and die by this two point conversion, man. If you're listen, like a tie overtime, they had no secondary. Just go for it. Let's go play. Sure he's off the season. Yeah, I'm not knocking him for it. Also, Lamar, like both these teams are not that good, which is really disappointing because the Browns could have walked away with this division if they actually stayed healthy. Um, but the I, mm. I can't believe what I'm saying is the fucking Bengals could win this division, and I wouldn't be surprised. Ravens still have a pretty good lead. I, I know, but, like, they can't beat the Steelers. I will say the Browns down the stretch, they've given me no reason or confidence to think that they will play well, but uh, they're favored in four of their last five games. Um, they're down the stretch. It's not, like, a terribly hard schedule. but It's a good time to be a Browns fan. Nah, I don't know about all that, but doesn't mean we'll, we'll it doesn't mean we're going to win four out of those five games. That's not what that means, but. I have no confidence in that offense, but they're on a bye, so let's not talk Browns. Hey, all the way to go, but up. Yeah, so TJ Watt's really good. That's my sentence. We can yeah, TJ Watt's great, and I don't think the Steelers are. I don't. I mean the the division seems open, but at the same time, it doesn't. But now the Ravens are so banged up that it's just a, a huge question mark. I, I think at the end of the day, I think it's going to be the Bengals that walk away with the division. But does another a second team from there make it? I don't know. Maybe the Ravens without Marvin and Humphrey just fall off. But they keep finding ways to win. They're down now. What, what was the only healthy quarterback now? Jimmy Smith? Or is he hurt too? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's really sad when your nickel guy is the only healthy guy in that like all pro secondary you had. Like, like, let's be honest, Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey, that's one of the best one two bunches that corner in the league preseason. Now, I don't know. I, I just this is suck. Belichick will win, but I think John Harbaugh, if they make the playoffs and win the division, he should get coach of the year. This has been one of the most impressive coaching jobs, honestly. Especially in the run game. Yeah, they right. just like plug and chug with like former big names. But um, yeah, the Steelers pack still in the sky. I hate the Steelers. I'll always hate the Steelers, and I'm glad like they won, oh, but like they just didn't look good at all. So. Plus, sources um, say Big Ben is done. 
Yes, done. that's where I'm headed. Roethlisberger's done, and I'm so terrified that they're going to end up with Aaron Rodgers. But nah, Dewey oh. Haskins, that's the move. <laughs> it better be Dewey Haskins. Uh, actually, no. Apparently, Dwayne Haskins literally lost the starting job when Big Ben was out to uh, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph because he didn't give a fuck. Like yeah. he acted like he um, was, it was his to lose, and he sucked. Yeah, if they weren't going to play him then, I don't know when he'll play. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins, I believe, is done with football. I don't think anybody's going to give him a shot. I, I feel like the Steelers are going tr- to draft like a, a Desmond Ritter or Malik Willis like at the end of the first round. I feel like that's the move. Like, Interesting. I, I, I think they're honestly in top. In, all right, let's, like, all right, let's for a big name. Top 10 teams. Who actually needs a quarterback? Besides Detroit, Detroit's kid taking Kev on Thibodeau. Let's be honest here. Uh, the Browns. Denver. Denver. Denver might get Denver's the odds on favorite to get uh, 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 Rogers. Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to hear this, but maybe the Eagles. No, they're uh, they, if they're going to go get anybody, they'll go get they'll go after the kid out of Mississippi State, out, out of Ole Miss. Corral. The, the, the Chiefs. Mahomes is done. He's Ooh. trash. Washington. You're an idiot. Garbage. You're, just stop talking. All right. Dolphins. The Jets, the the Jets might be. The Jets might be one and done. Right back looking. <laughs> Jaguars. You know the, the, that blonde hair, pretty boy. He just sucks. Um. Saints. Yeah, speaking of teams that just suck. Um. Seahawks four and eight, but got the dub. Travis Homer with the fake field goal touchdown. That made like. Listen, I love Travis Homer when he's at Miami. That was my guy, and watching him score a touchdown on a fake fucking field goal was amazing. Um, yeah, that's yeah, pretty the, crazy. The Niners also – can I just – I said this uh, to a buddy of mine who's already um, – I think I, he's – I think he's, he's Seahawks or Rams. He's at NFC West. I said, listen, the, how you beat the Niners, you beat them on big plays. They, they beat you when you have to play slow down football. They can't stop big plays. It's what they struggle with all year. And when teams try to slow the game down against them, that's when they beat you. The Seahawks just made big play after big play. And the Travis Homer touchdown was the best moment of my afternoon. So after after 4 o'clock. So, yeah, throw up to you and uh, shout to Trav Homer. Also, my favorite part was his teammate at Miami and his running mate in their tandem backfield, DJ Dallas, like tackling him in the end zone. That is a hurricane fan made me very happy. Um, my sentence is, I don't really know why, but on that fourth and goal, there was literally in my mind no chance the 49ers were going to score. Like I, okay. I don't know. I just, I like I looked at that. I'm like, they're they're just not going to score here. Jimmy G. Like I just don't trust him uh, in big moments like that. And I guess I was right, but like it was weird because like in the Lions game, I'm like, oh, even though they were way farther away. Not saying I called the Lions scoring, but like I almost felt like a little more like they had a better chance than the Niners, which is crazy because they were right there. But there was just nothing there that uh, no, no, no game, no one on the field who I thought was going to go make a play in that moment. It, what, what cracked me up was I sat there watching the like I watched them. I made ten minutes of this game. I I was lucky enough to get a little tiny bit of a like a snippet of it. Uh, it's just uh, the Seahawks is just a bad team. The Niners are the most fraud, decent team. The NFC West is basically Rams who can't get their shit together. The Cardinals. 
So, JD, high five on the Cardinals, or no, is it Samir? Who called it with me? JD? I you no, I don't know what we're doing. I think I just got back. I think it was either Rams or Cardinals. <laughs> one of y'all shit on me for saying the Cardinals might win the division, and one of y'all was high five. Oh, no, I was very negative. Me and Samir were both uh, like Kling- Kef- Kingsbury might be on the hot seat. We were okay, both anti Cardinals. Fuck y'all both. I'm smarter. Um, all right. Sunday yeah. football. Broncos Chiefs, we can speed run this one because this game was so fucking boring. I turned the game off after about the third first quarter. Um Chiefs defense is real is kind of good. I mean, then again, the Broncos offense is kind of bad. Uh, I don't know. This game just stunk. Whatever. NFL needs to schedule games better. My sentence is um I watched over the hedge instead of this game. Oh nice. I played Ghost good Recon. Oh, played wow. Ghost Recon instead of this game. Yeah, it was a throwback. Somewhat weird. Like me and my buddy were talking uh, throughout the day, and it got brought up. And I'm like, I haven't thought about over the hedge in eight years. He's like, you want to watch it tonight? I'm like, yeah. It's not as good as I remember, if I'm being honest, but it's solid. It's not as funny as I remember, I guess. But I'm sure I've grown and matured in the last eight to ten years. So that's my sentence. Go ahead, man. Watch it. Um, we're talking Chiefs Broncos. Uh, this Boone guy was running really hard. I was watching the game. I was like, who's this Boone guy? And I and I hate to be this guy. My dad always does this. When we're watching a football game and a guy runs hard, my dad's like, how come there can't be anyone like that in the Giants? And I'm like, come on, Dad. Be a little more optimistic. Okay, and now I'm an idiot. Yeah, but I'm like, I look at these players. I'm like, they all just play harder than the Giants are playing. Right? It's a nationwide like, it's commercials. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it is a nationwide commercial. Turn or is it nationwide? I forget who it is, but you're turning in your. Or I'll right, stay. But anyways, yeah, I'm becoming bitter and bitter, more bitter by the day. Um, I'm kind of afraid that the Chiefs just won a division game with a really bad game from Patrick Mahomes because that means that they're solidifying the rest of that team. Oh, defense! And the Chiefs scare me, so I'm not happy about it. Lit. Anything else? All right. We talked Monday night. If you guys got to get anything else out about Monday night, get it out now. Um, the Bills will still are the still are the better team. Mother it's Nature progressive. Does that commercial? Oh, I don't know. I don't know that we can solidly say that the Bills oh, are the better team. Oh no, no. I'm saying that you don't have to. I'm saying that. But I disagree. I I just think. I think like this. I'm not saying that this game proves anything. Like I'm with you guys that this game was just like a fever dream, and it was weird, and it was Belichick's like wet dream. He was loving that. But um, what I'm what I'm taking from it is that the Bills are taking it hard. Like, did you see the interview with Hyde and Poyer yeah. up on the podium? They're like yelling at the reporters. McDermott's like shitting on Belichick after the game, and like. There, there seems to be a little, like a little bit of infighting there going on, and I love it. Like, let them burn. Yeah, I think and they I like did the show Bills. you a little I don't bit. Hate the Bills, I think they showed I don't you a little bit with their attitude after the game. That, um, yeah, they think they they see the writing on the wall maybe a little bit, which scares me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like their attitude after the game. The fact that they were yelling at reporters and stuff because it's like. Their mindset should be like, ah, regular season game, weird conditions. Uh, we're so confident in this team. We'll see them in three they, weeks. They seem, yeah. they seem to take it kind of too hard, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And I don't love seeing that as someone who would 
no offense, prefer to see the Bills than the Steelers oh, and the Patriots. If I was a team of fan of any other team, right. I would root for the Bills right. and the Patriots. Right, right, right. Oh yeah. Um, All right. Is that it for NFL? Yeah. That's pretty much we it. We're talking yeah. college ball. All right, we could talk the big NFL, the big news that happened Monday. Yeah, yeah. Or all right, quick question though. Who else saw Joe Brady being fired this week? No, I didn't. Weird. He Weird. was like the biggest name in football like the last couple of years. And then also who else fired. seemed really quick. Well, Ron Table quick. Do you think he's gonna get a college coordinator job or a head coaching job? Ron Table. I think coordinator. JD. Uh, like in college, um, yes. I think he'll do coordinate. I think he could get a head coaching job, but I think it'll be lower than if he went to a coordinator job for a year or two and then. I think back. like like in Oregon or a USC, Miami, one of these teams that got a new head coach, he'll they'll he'll do like a one or two year stint like Kiffin did, and then he'll go be a head coach somewhere else. Yeah, he could even go like higher. Like he could go. Oh, I'm know. just saying teams that don't. Like, have I don't know if like Oklahoma, right like if everybody left. I don't know what the whole deal is there. But, like, he could okay. go to like an Oklahoma. Who else is talking or... about this quick? Because we're we're in college football now. Is Oklahoma a premier job right now? Because they basically just cleared house. Yeah, I still think they're a premier job. Uh, but tops like in the top, maybe not. But I will say them moving to the SEC actually makes it less desirable. Because if you're a coach, you could go to Oklahoma. You could win the Big Twelve, like every year in year out or every couple of years or, or something like that and, and have job security going into the sec. They, they just, they fire coaches after a year or two. They, like Dan Mullen was one of the biggest names in coaching last year. And, and you're not safe at, at Oklahoma. Uh, Brett Venables, obviously he's getting that job, but um, I, it'll be interesting. Cause I think he's a great coordinator. I think he's a good coach. I don't know if Oklahoma right now is a great thing to walk into. And I almost rather wanted to be the second coach after they're established in the SEC. Well, a quick thing though, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course the one sentence case brought to you by the amazing people at yeetsofficial.com promo code cord was for 10% off. Of course, I got my aquas and my phasers here. I got another pair on the way from their new um, streets line there. It's of course a new casual line as well. 40% off. I know 10% off $40 polarized. You can't beat it. Basically, our promo code kills the shipping and handling. They send it to you in a handwritten package. It's nice. Seems are destructible. Both these lasted through beaches, darties, tailgates, the whole nine yards. These things are amazing sunglasses. Check them out. Eatsofficial.com. Promo code Corner Booth, official sponsor of the Corner Booth podcast, and official sunglasses of a good time. So, Jared, speaking yes. of Brett Venables, you'll, you'll appreciate this. You have I'm crutches, so right? You break I'm your so ankle. happy that Brent Venables break is your your ankle. ankle. No, hold on. I'm getting there. You break your ankle, right? You have yeah. two crutches, right? Uh-huh. Well, Dabo Sweeney had a left crutch and a right crutch. And left crutch was Trevor Lawrence, and he left. And you can still walk with a right crutch, right? They went nine and three. Offense was atrocious, but the defense was still good. Well, Brett Venables was the right crutch. And we're going to expose Dabo for what he really is. And he is not a great coach in college football. He is going to have his defensive coordinator. No one gets to keep their defensive coordinator. Like oh a God. good defensive coordinator like that usually uh, leaves after a couple of years. Clemson has been able to oh keep them. God. So the happiest man in America today. Once, Clemson once, is, is legit. Fall the right. happiest men in the uh, America today were Pat Narduzzi, Mario Cristobal, um, Mike Norvell, or basically any other ACC coach, because Davo Sweeney, who has been shitting on that conference for years, 
who has been getting away with having great quarterbacks, good head coaches, chose the wrong quarterback out of the recruiting class who he may make a leap this year. He may not. They don't have the same recruiting class they had last year. On top of that, you lose your ace in the hole. You lose your amazing defense coordinator. Venables' defense gave me fucking nightmares. It was so complex. It was so well done. The Big 12 slash SEC is going to have a fun time trying to figure out that zone blitz, that zone like amoeba scheme they have. I love Clemson's defensive scheme. It's amazing. Now Venables can recruit legitimately fast players at linebacker and corner and safety, whatever. Um, but yeah, um, Dabo's and Dabo uh, small blood in the water. Uh, I there's a lot of teams in that a- ACC who are like, oh, Karma's a bitch, Dabo. Here we come. One of them being the man who just got hired uh, <laughs> as of Monday. We, we'll, we'll, I'll talk the elephant in the room. Um, I am wearing my Miami Hurricane shorts. I have Miami Hurricane gear all of my room right now. I am wearing a hat. I have shared shit on my story. And this is no offense to Samir, who is our Oregon fan. He is our resident uh, Oregon representative. I love Oregon, honestly, Samir. Like, they were the team I rooted for when I didn't have a team because I love their team, I love their uniforms, I love their players. I still have much love for Oregon. But Cristobal played his college ball at Miami. He was a coach at Miami twice as a grad assistant and as an offensive line and tight ends coach. He played on our 89 and 91 national championship teams, which were two of our greatest, two of the top 10 greatest teams ever in college ball. He's top 20. Um, these guys just beat the fuck out of everybody. Those Dennis Erickson teams were just built different. Um, he is a Miami guy through and through. And yes, the fact that they shelled out $8 million to buy out Manny Diaz, $9 million to buy out Cristobal, and then $10 million to pay Cristobal this year. And now apparently there is a committee with a lot of Miami billionaires and a lot of famous athletes and a lot of famous Miami graduates who are apparently trying to get an o- a new OB built in the next five years. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but the second Miami fired Blake, Blake James, it felt like Miami like had a, a monkey lift off. An the OB? What's an OB? What's an OB? Or, orange Bowl. They're trying to build oh, a new Orange Bowl. Man. I thought that's what this you were is, saying, but I was like, yeah. I don't know. Okay, sorry. I, I apologize to anybody listening. You're speaking to the general public here. This isn't Miami, Miami fans refer to the OB as either the Orange Bowl, as either the OB or the crib. Um, the crib also refers to the, the city of Miami. Um, this would be hopefully I don't think their they home. Can just have that. I don't think they invented the crib. Yeah, but, but it's yeah. kind of like a Miami thing. Um. They're trying to put it like near Miami's campus or on Miami's campus. So like, you know, <laughs> oh my lord! Um, but what's scary and why a- every AAC? I'm a- a- sorry, I keep saying AAC. Every ACC a- team should be a little afraid. The second, I feel like Blake James was holding back Miami as an athletic director. They had a shot again, Cristobal or Butch Davis two years ago. They uh, five years ago they passed up went with safe and old Mark Richt. Then went after, once again, safe and familiar Manny Diaz. Now, I will say this quickly because everyone wanted my opinion on Manny Diaz. I got like four DMs about it, and I got like three texts about Manny Diaz. I said, listen, I love Manny. 
I think Manny brought back a swagger that Miami had not had in a long time. Was it warranted swagger? Not yet. But he brought back the turnover. He brought up the turnover chain. And I don't give a fuck if Alabama made it first, Kevin. Nobody gives a fuck. Alabama. That's, that's a weird argument. It's like everyone knows. It's just Ke- Kevin, can't, Kevin can't let me be happy. That's sure. what it is. Um, I love the kid dearly. He's one of my closest friends. Uh, the, the turnover. Like, you think turnover chain. You think Miami. That's all that matters. Who did it first? I know. Who cares? Like, you think of the game. It's. Like, I mean, I think you think of the biggest game in college football. You think of Miami. You think of Ohio State and Michigan. I don't <laughs> and Miami. 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 You think of you don't think of or you don't think of Alabama Auburn. I'm sorry. Like I know the fact is that Auburn almost beat Alabama. Which no, I mean, it is like known as the best rivalry in college football. Like around it is. the country. I understand. In, in my opinion, in my personal opinion, right now, these four, four greatest rivals in college football, all time. All time, not like it doesn't have to be just the last ten years. All time, our Michigan Ohio State one, Alabama Auburn, I uh, know our three, Red River Shootout is two. I don't, hate and that, then yeah. Miami Florida State's four. Yeah, Oklahoma Texas is actually like the one you could make the argument has been like. The I put uh, USC and Notre Dame five. That's one of those like the Bush push and all that made that like a rival. I know, I know, I, I know. But it's it gets. I like, think there are better regional rivals. I mean, even Penn State, Ohio State. That's not are, a rivalry. I like I like also the back the backyard brawl, West Virginia Pitt, uh, West Virginia Pitt. I think Michigan Michigan State is criminally underrated. If I'm oh, honest. I think they it genuinely is hate each other. I also think I also th- listen. I'll even throw out. Miami, Notre Dame, but the problem is Notre Dame like literally doesn't want to play us anymore. Catholics versus convicts, dude, that's bro. Right. That's like literally like the last time I played us, Brian Kelly cried off the field. It was amazing. Um, LSU, Alabama, y'all shucks. Kids. I don't think Brian Kelly would do something like that. Oh my god, that interview was fucking terrible. But Samir, I this oh this is this well, comes from Southern Road boy like Brian Samir, Kelly. I want to say this to you genuinely. I think Oregon's actually be better off without Cristobal. I think they will find a coach that suits their style more. I think Cristobal was – I wanted him to coach Miami five and a half years ago in 2015. And I was so mad when he wasn't our pick. I mean, like, oh, God, Mark Rick, cool, whatever. But I know who he was. He's he's one of the one, one of the best players of those, like, late 80s, 90s teams. The dude was so ready to go back to Miami. I, I And unfortunately – and I knew he was coming back to Miami. The moment I knew, J.D., you'd love this, is when Oregon was down by three touchdowns and Cristobal didn't look phased. Yeah. I knew he was already out. I knew, I'm like, oh, he's going to be in yeah, Miami. Oregon, I think, checked out. I think Oregon, I think Utah rumor got around whooping. early, and yeah. I think they were ready to call it. That first but Utah ass whooping, I think that Any flight logs? Do we have any flight logs on I this I mean, that <laughs> You yeah. have Dwayne Let's Rock see. Johnson, A Rod, and a bunch of other billionaires like throwing money at Crystal Ball to come to Miami. It's no question. Like Here, here's the thing, Samir. I said this a couple weeks ago. I do think Oregon has gotten to the point where they are their program right. is above coach a coach or a player. That being said, I do think it's an important hire uh, with like the USC stuff going on. And it, it is a it is a time where the, the Pac 12 is kind of open. And you need to continue to kind of solidify yourself right I would now love as one of get... those teams. And I think you will long-term because when it comes out West, like even if USC is back, 
like to being, even if they turn into the best, which I'm not even guaranteeing they are. Like you look at it straight up, Oregon, that program with the facilities and all that is still going to continue to be like a top team. Out you guys pulled, and every couple of years will be in the conversation. I you guys think. pulled Chip Kelly out of University of New Hampshire and then kicked the shit out of USC. Who right. Was you guys are going to find a national TV. As a, have uh, a good search committee. Okay, sure. so I think this is the best possible scenario. I, I want to say this in the group chat, but Kevin is such a jackass about it. I, I didn't <laughs> want to say this because this comes from genuine honesty. I think this is the best possible case for Oregon. I think it's the best possible case for Miami. I disagree. That's the best possible want... case for Oregon. No, I, I no, I think they'll get a good coach that's going to fit them better. I don't think Cristobal is a coach – X's and O's. He's a motivator. He's a recruiter. He gets coordinators to do the work for him. A Joe Brady or somebody of that nature who can interesting fucking offense. Oh my God. Oregon is terrifying because they can get speed. They can get freak athletes. Will they mm-hmm. get Kayvon Thibodeau's again? Probably not. But will they get DeAnthony Thomas? And all those other freak speedsters with Michael James, Darren Thomas, all these guys, yes. Will they be top 10 de- draft picks? Probably not. But will I, they be- I'm not going to say here and tell you you're better off without a really I'm good saying coach, this is the best you're, you're not, everyone gets a win. But could you come be, be fine? Sure. But I think with the Lincoln-Riley thing happening right now, some uncertainty and a new name coming in, there's a lot of like added pressure to that. For it's sure. a weird time in the Pac-12. Okay. This is a time where you like to stay stable with your guy and your – so, like, I'm not going to say you're, like, you know, sugarcoated and say it's, oh, Samir, it's like you're better off for it. You're not. Okay. But you could be. I mean, like, in theory, like – you. We'll see. Be, I think we'll see. We'll I see. think we might do think an internal hire. Fine. I think you'll be yeah. fine. We'll see. Uh, here's the kicker, though. There's only about three teams that I actually think are going to compete in the Pac-12 for the next, like, three years. Oregon, USC, and Utah. That's it. Show UCLA me Cal. Sneaky, show me Cal. What would you say? UCLA could be sneaky, maybe. Yeah, UCLA, but I'm waiting for Chip Kelly to go back to Oregon. The problem is if USC starts to dominate, that equals UCLA. Like, they're, they're fighting over the same territory. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm, JD, I'm waiting for Chip Kelly to bounce to Oregon. I'm seriously, like, in That'd the back of my head, crazy. I can see that happening. He knows the area. He knows how to recruit it. Chip Kelly would go back. He wants a shot at that natty. He knew he was so – he was a a Michael Dyer, like, rolling over on top of his player away from winning that game. Yeah, yeah. 2011. And then he handed off to Mark Helfrich, who hasn't coached college football since his embarrassment of 2014 against Zeke Elliott and those boys. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. Um, like, I could even see, like, uh, Chip Kelly going back. To Oregon, I really could. I, I like if I got an update tomorrow. I'd I'd love that. Walk. I'll be honest. I, okay. okay, I hate Chip Kelly for the Eagles, but I think as a college coach, he's a good college coach. Bad. I hate Chip. Coach. I hate Chip Kelly for the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, he's a bad NFL coach. Yeah. Plus the narrative of him coming back, I think like you could sell that to recruits. I'd get hyped. Oh my god, yeah. I think you but, have to get try to ditch the fact that there may be a little low key racism involved in his tenure, but you know whatever. Uh you might have to pay LaShawn McCoy to Sean Jackson and Michael Vick off for those. Uh, implement. My, in, 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 I just, you know, Philly, that whole like Eagles tenure should be swept under the rug if you're Chip Kelly. 
Um, yeah, we got to talk a little bit about the championship games, right? So no, 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 no. I, any other thoughts on? I just want to say one more thing about Crystal Ball, Miami. I haven't been this excited about this since we got De'Ara King, and like I am, like I, I don't, I know this isn't even close. Come close. Here? No, like De'Ara King was the closest I've been excited to this. Like I've only been a Miami fan since 2015. Ironically. I watched us go through three different head coaches in the in five in five years. Sure. I have seen I've watched Al Golden, fuck that guy. Larry Scott, bless up, love that man. He's a great dude. Um, I've watched Mark Richt. I've also watched Manny Diaz, but now I get to watch Mario Cristobal, who I wanted us to hire five and a half, six fucking years ago, and this makes me so happy. But. We'll see what happens. I think that Miami, now that Brett Venables is gone from Clemson, um, and Mario Cristobal now comes in with an established quarterback, established young defense with a lot of day one starters who are all freshmen, sophomores, and an already four and five, an already top ten recruiting class coming in, and a top twenty right now, but could improve by signing day recruiting class coming in this year. It also it just it's, kind of a, everything's looking up for the a college football, like just thought on like coaching Cristobal and, and Lincoln Riley and some of these other guys are kind of showing us that coaches are kind of done with the SEC carousel. You know what I mean? Cause Florida is the one who got like probably the worst hire out of all those schools. And you could argue like has the biggest, Who's, one of what's the biggest his guy's name again, Billy, uh, what uh, dude, his, his interview was atrocious. He said something oh. like, we're not worried about the stars. Uh, how many stars you have in recruiting. Can we play Florida? We want to get the right, we want to get the right fit. Uh, you know, four or five star guy. That doesn't even, that doesn't even, and I don't think he meant to say this, but he goes, I don't even care if we get any. It's like, well, you should, because four or five star guys is how you compete with Georgia and Alabama. You yeah. moron. But either way. Okay. The point I, I, is, I is, like with Lincoln Riley and with Cristobal, I think coaches are showing you stability like matters to them. Like I, they want to go to these big programs and maybe not as competitive conferences because the ACC and the Pac-12 are ripe for the taking right now. They really are. Like with Clemson down and now, you know, Chris Ball leaving Oregon, like these these conferences that are not quite like SEC level or something like that, I think they're attractive jobs to these coaches. Because like Chris Ball says, like, I can go there and I will have a little patience. Like, it, it, and I can be successful here and win championships in a way that like is tough at a Florida or, or, or something in the SEC, like, which is why I continue to say like the SEC has the best players, but they do not have the best coaches. They what don't. I love about like press conference, I gotta give a shout. My I list I watched Crystal Ball's press conference like a half hour before we went on air. I posted my straps my my story. I was like, dude, like this is awesome. Like he knows how to speak. He's got me hyped up, and I'm some schmuck who's 26 years old, been rooting for Oregon since I was 1920. I, I mean I rooting for Miami since I was 1920. Like I am over the moon. I'm like, yo, this guy's got me fucking ready to go. Like fuck, Diaz's press conference was depressing. So was Rick's. This dude's got me hyped up. Uh, he, this has come from an Eagles fan who told me the opening press conferences aren't important when his boy flubbered all over. Yeah. JD, JD, I even loved Ryan Day's introductory press conference. That, that dude had me a little like. Oh, don't pretend. Don't t- pretend like you watched. No, I actually will admit I have gained some respect for Ryan Day over the past six months because that he just made a great hire. 
I don't know he if you guys saw that coach, breaking he also before the fucking coach offense. Holy shit. Breaking breaking before the this happened right before the show, but uh he hired Jim Knowles, the Oklahoma State defensive coordinator, which is good because we need to clean house. Uh Oklahoma State was number one in almost major every major category, including total defense, uh in the Big Twelve, yeah, no, which is an offense is, first league. Their defense, they were putting the Big 12 back to defense. Yeah, and he went, and and we were starting to look like a Big 12 team, all offense, no defense. I hate that. I want to get back to the silver bullets. I want to get back to, to, you know, dominant D lines and stuff like that. So I really think he's a a really, really good hire. Um, He was probably the most popular name out there for defensive coordinators uh, that wasn't up for like a head coaching job. Um, yeah. so good for Ryan day. I think he, he, he saw the problem. He's also a, an Ivy league guy. So like he's, he's a smart dude. He's been coaching football for a while. So a little, little selfish talk there, but, uh, yeah, no, I to, to your point of Ryan day, I, he is making adjustments, which he needs to do because our defense was, I am very, I, I, my Ryan day has earned my respect. JD. He has, because I didn't respect him in this year up until this year. He's earned my respect. It goes to show that, like, this is like the worst college football season Ohio State's had ever. We're going to the Rose Bowl. We lost two games. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, and I don't mean, that, you know, obviously I'm throwing stones. I'm, I'm bitter, but like, an off a bad season. You know, this is this is a best season Michigan's like maybe ever had. Like, up there, and uh, a bad season for us is is two losses in a Rose Bowl berth. A bad season for them is is not making a bowl game. Right. So. Just All right, Tamir, any thoughts uh, on this before we roll into the championship games and we get out of here? Well, I think we should probably talk about maybe uh, Marcus Freeman a little bit. Uh, he had a okay. – I, I didn't mind his press conference. I care. I, I, I know. Good. Listen, I did love, I love Marcus Freeman. I did I love yeah. when he walked in the locker room. That was, yeah, that was awesome. fucking awesome. They went the players crazy. like him. He's a player coach. Uh, he's a great recruiter. Honestly, I hate that he's at Notre Dame just because he's a great recruiter and we compete with Notre Dame for recruits. Uh like I, I said that a couple of weeks ago, um, that if if Luke Fickle got the Notre Dame job, and Marcus Freeman wasn't up for like a head coach job, like I wanted Ryan Day to offer him a blank check to to call Ohio State's off or defense because he he went to Ohio State, played for Ohio State. So, um, so I I said one day he's going to be a really good head coach. I didn't expect that to be two weeks later, but um, good for him. I like him a lot. As much as I dislike Notre Dame, I can't help but kind of root for him. Because uh, he went to Ohio State, but I also think he's a genuinely good dude. For what it's worth. All right. Yeah. Championship Great. games. All right. Um, quick little yeah, birthday shout out. Through, a quick little birthday shout out to Terrell Owens, by the way. He turns a big four. Oh, T.O. I used to watch T.O. on the celebrity. I watched, like, it was on my IG. I was watching a bunch of like T.O. Eagles highlights. I'm like, Jesus, like my childhood all over again. Um, That's crazy. Let's talk championship games. Uh, let's go rapid fire here. We can. What games do we think we don't really need to talk about? Never to? take – always, actually, always take Nick Saban with points. Always, yeah, always, yeah, always, no, always, 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 always. Well, well we're not going to – ACC always. will rapid fire quick. ACC, um, Pitt's the best. Pitt, you know, it's Miami beat the Miami beat the ACC champion. That's all. There you go. Play. You're basically champs. Um, the yeah, fake slide is bad for sports. was awesome. It's the bad for sports. Bad for I, it, it made me so mad. Everyone's Kenny, like, that's I'll dope. If, Kenny nope. Pickett should have gotten blasted. I that is, I hit. wanted the next guy, if he went to slide, take off his head. That's bullshit. And that is because we've made football soft. I'm going to go on my old man rant. We've no, made I football soft. And you, all the targeting angry. and all the bullshit, you literally see them hold up because that's what they're taught to do. There needs to be a rule for news. that. I was getting so mad. It's not like, cool. This is I don't bullshit. blame Pickett. Take advantage, like like Belichick did back in the day, like anybody. Take advantage of those stupid rules that are there so they change them. But that needs to be a rule. Fake slide. Like, if you start to give up like that, you're down. 
You're down. I think a fake slide should be an automatic, like the, like the ball is dead. Yep, Jed. Like, you're giving yourself up, like like in the NFL, kind of. Um, but even if you look like you're about to, like it, it's it's not a hesitation move. Everyone knew what he was doing, and I don't blame yeah, Pickett. It was badass in the ESPN moment for like, hyping him up for it. Like that was yeah, good. I I think it's bad for for college that's football. Bad. So that's my old man I rant for the day. Why did Kenny Pickett's head get taken off? I want him to get like his helmet rocked. Like that yeah, was bad. I like I was angry. So I feel I don't really see the that. problem with it though, because like I I understand like, it's but it's such a hard it's such a hard move to pull off though. Up. Because I know, no, 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 like I understand why it worked, and I know the rule and everything, but it's such a hard move to pull off. It's not like it's going to be something we're going to see in the game all well, the time. I like, just think it's kind of scummy. That's that's my thing. Sam Donald did it. Right? Yeah, yeah, Sam Donald did it. People went nuts. But nobody cares about mm-hmm. Sam Donald because Sam Donald's going to be out of the NFL. Almost. I just hate that. Like, it's taking advantage of a player safety thing. You know, like that's yeah. what feels weird about it. Um, but like you're right. RG3 you're probably right, Jake. Winning. It probably isn't going to happen a lot. But like I still RG3 think. Like, but it was like fun to watch. Like he's, you know, he's, cool. he's going in. Like he freezes I, like said, all the defenders. He's a quarterback making a sixty-yard run. It was fun. I don't blame him. Take advantage of any way you can to win. I, if, if an mm-hmm. Ohio State player did that, it'd be like good for him. If they changed the rule, then so be it. Good for him. Like it was still a touchdown. Um, but like you know, you're you have that. Sometimes you'll see someone where they're like like jogging out of bounds and then cut real hard stuff like that. And just think like when they're asking the defense to do the impossible, which is to slow down in these split second moments. And then they do what they're supposed to do. Right. And then they get beat because of it. Not that they got beat because of it, but like what they, you know what I mean? Like they, they get taken advantage of it because of the mm-hmm. stupid rules you make. Like it's already hard enough to play defense. I kind of air with the defensive side of the ball a lot. Uh, Cause I think it's really tough to play defense the way we kind of are doing it nowadays. Um, but I think it, that that should count as like giving yourself up. But you do make a good point, Jake. It's not going to happen a lot. You gotta I, honestly, I honestly want him to like fake it and like actually kind of fall over. Like I want him to fake it and like flop to the ground. Um, yeah. I think we're talking about ACC because Paige yeah. the shit out of him. Um, that was the only thing worth talking about. AAC championship game. Cincinnati was asleep for the first half and kicked the daylights of Houston afterwards. That's my only comment like, is yeah. it's dumb that they play at home. Yeah, I hate yeah. that too. Like they could have easily rented out like the link or fucking SoFi. Go play, for go it. play Ford Field. Like Matt, the Mac Championship plays at Ford Field. Like the Mac can get a neutral site. Come on, come on. Like or like even like go play at Lucas Oil. Shit. Yeah, that's, that's big time. That's big. That's, that's big, big time, time, right? Big time. But like you could uh, go play anywhere. Go play. Um, go play. play what's it called? Go play at uh, US 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 Bank. That's where. That's where the. That's where the ACC plays. No, the Isn't ACC? that Carolina? No, U.S. Bank no, Minnesota. U.S. Bank oh, in Minnesota. Okay, yeah, yeah, go do that. Yeah, like it's not really for the area. Yeah, but either way, they should play in a neutral site. It doesn't matter where. Who cares? All right. Anyway, yeah, no, it's just you know that's all I gotta say is they should be in neutral. Good site. for Cincy, also, Luke Fickle, Coach of the Year. Also, uh, I am praying because of how much shit Bama fans are talking right now. Oh my God! At least make it close. America is on. America or Bear Cincinnati has become all... America's darling, and it's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be hilarious. Incredibly, oh like they're just easy to root for. I want Kevin uh, to be sad. I want it to be. I, I want know, to be sad. Kevin, we Kevin. might have to take away Kevin's alcohol for a month if they lose. I don't guys. think it'll happen. I do. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn. If I was get over it. You've had so some many of your songs. Like it's possible, but Cincinnati's going to have to score a buttload of points. It's not going to happen. I want. I got I got something to get off my chest here about Cincinnati. Um, I've been quietly rooting against them all season because the very first time I came on this show, 
I think I was doing the corner booth pregame. They were playing Notre Dame. And I was like, oh, Cincinnati's not a football school. Like, they're going to get spanked. And I just wanted that take to get proven at least somewhat right at some point. Hand up, completely wrong. <laughs> go Bearcats. I love them. Let's go. Nah, so Bearcats, by the way, um, were my f- number one school that I wanted to go to when I was like in college, in high school. And then I realized it's expensive. It's a private school. It's in the middle of fucking Ohio. Why would I go there? Um, Southern Ohio. Middle of Ohio. Southern Ohio. Sorry, JD. Um, Then I realized, oh, LSU is state school tuition. It's cheaper. I'm like, oh, it's in Louisiana. Cincinnati's a private school? I think it's taking counts as a private school for out-of-state students. Well, it's not private or not private for in or out. Now, like, out-of-state tuition is They charge it like a... They charge but, like yeah, well, out of state tuition is very expensive, which mm-hmm. is you know it's own stupid. Thing, the whole thing about out of state tuition actually bugs me. Um, Either way, let's move on. Anyway, yeah, no, that one's all right. Let's talk uh, Big Twelve. I mean, big, no Big Ten championship game. Let's get this out of the way quick, JD. Michigan was just a, a mile ahead of Iowa. Oh yeah, no, I when Iowa. When Iowa, when they were going to play Iowa, like I, I, 12 and a half, and I, I took uh, like Michigan. Like that, that seemed stupid. Iowa just can't score. The only time they've scored this season, like over like 24 points, they have like four or five turnovers, which just isn't a realistic thing to count on. Um, no, I thought if Wisconsin got in this game, the fact that they played earlier this year, Wisconsin's got a really good defense and somewhat of an offense, not like great, but like better than Iowa. I thought Wisconsin might give them a game, but once I saw it was Iowa, um, yeah, no, I never expected anything but what happened. Uh, and I have a lot of friends and family who went to the game, and I, I'm glad they finally got to experience Indianapolis. I personally have gone five times, but I'm glad. That it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for those fans, and I'm very happy right. for them. Let, let's talk. No, not everyone gets to go Samir. five, six. Seven. Samir, I'm really sorry about this. we got to talk about Pac-12 for about 30 seconds. Um, it happened. It happened. It happened. Yeah, uh, I think Oregon players quit on Cristobal before the game. Um, that was, was atrocious. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We have. Uh, I think I texted you guys this. Um, yeah, we have enough data. Uh, Utah's just better than Oregon. I think that's just the fair mm-hmm. thing to say for this. Season. At least this year, yeah. Two ass whoopings. Two ass whoopings. Um, I am genuinely a little worried about playing Utah as an Ohio State fan because the Rose Bowl is like their Super Bowl. They're going to be fired up, ready to go. I'm, this is their like, biggest it's a disappointing game. season this for is us. This biggest ball game ready? they've ever played. You guys might be in a little bit of this trouble is, here. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're going to be fired up. They 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 are really good in the trenches. I'm 100 percent on your side, man. But I'm just saying, yeah. I'm worried. Like, will we have the motivation? I think we're the better team. I think we should win. But will we be motivated? Will guys sit out for the draft? I don't know. All I know is Utah is going to bring it, so we better bring it. Fair enough. All right. Uh, and that's how I make the Pac-12 championship. Your, uh, we'll talk uh, Big 12, and then we'll get to SEC, and we'll get out of here. Um, Big 12. Dude, that game was fun. I loved it. That's yeah. I was day. like, I thought mm-hmm, Oklahoma sure. State was coming back, and it came down to an inch. An inch in Jerry I thought world. for sure when he busted outside that he was going to beat that dude. That linebacker made one of the most impressive defensive plays I've seen in college football. Hawked his ass down. Made a freaking – he bounced it. I'm like, touchdown, see ya. I was yeah. – I said this in front of my goddamn family. That dude was getting Are you late knitting I just said that in front of, like, my whole family. I'm, I'm like, this kid made the most miracle tackle of all time. 
And it, I'm like, I just look, I said this outline for my family. This dude's getting laid tonight. And they all look like the fuck. I'm like, he just <laughs> said their season. You can be a total weirdo. Good for Baylor. Good for Baylor. And oh, never bet against Bama. There it is. That's that's just uh, there, there. and also the SCMG. I'll start with this. Um, I really am starting to think Georgia's not even that good. Like I might pick I think I'm picking in what we do we're not picking this game until after Christmas, obviously, which will all be there for that that episode. We may bring Kevin back for that one, but um I am not even like I you can't convince me otherwise unless half of Michigan's players sit out. Uh, I'm picking Michigan. Um, I will say we were like all year we just convinced that Georgia was really, really good. Um, and I'm not saying that they didn't give us any reason to not, but this was the first team they played with a top 25 pass defense or offense, sorry. Um, and it showed <laughs> like Georgia has literally played no good offenses this entire season. They they have it. Uh, Clemson's is terrible. Uh, Florida's pretty bad. Like the SEC East is not good. It's just not. Um, and, and like, you're allowed to sit there and say, well, they didn't really play anybody or especially very good offenses. Their schedule was, it was really not that impressive. It's not terribly different than a Notre Dame's. Uh, the only reason they got, we're going to get in is obviously the narrative of the SEC. Also, they played an extra game. That's why they lost Notre Dame hurts themselves by not having that conference championship. But, uh, yeah, I think it's fair to say that, uh, we overhyped Georgia, maybe rightfully so, because all we can go off of is what we've seen, but, um, I do still think they're good, uh, and I, I it'll be interesting that matchup. Oh, um, I also, hope to God I, I, they beat Michigan. I'm I also it'd be hysterical. Okay, so I told you guys who I put like just when I was a little inebriated at a bar, I put twenty five bucks down on Cincinnati to win the Natty, and this was dude seven weeks ago. They were You're halfway plus, there. They were plus five thousand. A twenty five dollar bet would br- would would bring me in right now twelve hundred dollars. Wow! I'm waiting for DraftKings to offer me a settlement. Like uh, they'll like throw me like seven fifty. I'm like, oh sure, uh, I will happily take seven fifty and walk away. They don't have to play the fucking games. I know they won't because it's a free bet, so they're gonna make you ride it out. But um, go Bearcats. Also, because I've also Bearcats have been like my number two team since I was like a kid. Like I've always kind of loved Cincinnati. I would never make them my favorite team, but I've always kind of rooted for them. It's a weird reason, but it's like I, they were always on playing their like their last game of the season when like me and my old man would be getting our, the, the Christmas tree and setting it up and everything. So we'd have the Bearcats <laughs> on. They were always that Saturday morning game. Always be snowing. Good I remember uniforms, like, Tony, good colors. Good yeah, I always remember like the days like Tony Pike yeah, and I like their basketball team too. I like, like the basketball program. Yo, yo, I hear like Isaiah Pede and Tony Pike. JD, those, those are some names for you. Uh, Travis Kelsey went there, didn't he? Yeah, Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey went there. Um, uh, so did Brent Stelic. Come on, and so Travis. did uh, Trent Cole. Like a lot of a lot of guys I know went there. Um, also, uh, Brian Kelly coach. I remember Brian Kelly's last game as a Bearcat. Yeah, when he left them for the Orange Bowl to go to Notre Dame, the same thing he did to Notre Dame, but Notre Dame fans are mad. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame fans think they're special. They're not. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, that's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah, right? They're not. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, that wraps up for the Corner Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Jericho. I'm alongside the rookie, J.D. Davis. 
He's not almost he's almost he's made it through almost a football season though, so he's not really a rookie anymore. Um the entire Yeah, he's more like the bookie. Yeah, sure. And then that 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 crazy bastard below right over here, uh the former intern Samir saying, um I will be actually appearing on TSS Fantasy tonight, uh doing a little uh, fun fantasy game, talking about some fantasy guys, uh Eagles, Cowboys, a lot of NFC stuff, but uh should be a fun time. Check them out on uh, iTunes, Spotify, but of course, check us out first. Corn Booth. Yeah. iTunes, Spotify, yeah. Apple Music. And, and I don't wherever the hell you get your podcast, we're there. But ladies and gentlemen, I'll throw up to you. Congrats, Coach Cristobal. And hey. uh, you'll be back. Uh, we'll see you guys Let's third quack, day quack. for another edition of the Corn Booth pregame. An Eagles free and hurricane free week, boys. I'm going to be in Nirvana. I don't know what I'm going to do. No stress. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do this week. It's the first time since last. Oh my God. Last January is the last time, like, during football season, the Eagles and the Hurricanes have not both played. This is crazy. All right. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jared. This is Corner Booth. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.